way through these uh, distinctives or values, what we believe. And distinctive number eight, if you look in your bulletin, if you have one, is on biblical conversion. They try and explain this in five minutes. Uh, we could spend the next five hours and we would begin to get a little bit of a glimpse of it. We believe that salvation is completely a work of God and that the evidence of his work in a person is the expression of repentance, faith, and good works. We constantly proclaim and explain the gospel, take our time with people struggling to understand what it means to follow Christ. We have a list of proof texts. There's many more. We can contrast biblical conversion with the idea today of decisional regeneration. That I can just simply pray a prayer, make a decision for Christ, and I'm in. And versus a complete metamorphosis of a person. If you have your Bibles, which you do, please turn to Ephesians 2. There's probably a couple of dozen texts that we could go to this morning. And this is what was taught historically in the church, a true biblical conversion Ephesians 2 and verse 1. And you, Paul speaking to the church, and you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. When were you dead in your trespasses and sins? When? Pardon? From birth. You were born in iniquity in your mother's womb. See, when Adam died, you and I died. We're spiritually dead. And when we come into the world as a, as a human being, we're born spiritually dead. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience among whom also we all, Paul says, we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. We were by nature, our nature was that we were, who we were in Adam, we were by, by nature our children of wrath. But God, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, even, saints, when you were dead in sin, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And he raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. 
that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. There's a quickening that God calls the dead to life. It's, we call it regeneration, and regeneration happens before we believe. It's the, that regenerating work of the Spirit of God is what enables us to believe, to be able to see. There's a general call that goes out to repent, to believe. But it's only to those that God has done a work in their heart that they will see it and hear it and respond And we call that the effectual call. And when that happens, salvation occurs. Nicodemus asked Jesus, how how can a man be born again? Does, Does he enter back into his mother's womb? Again, if we're born spiritually dead, and Jesus answered, did he say, He said, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless he be born of water and spirit, he can't enter in. But he can't see it until he's been born again. And the theology here, we call it ordo salutis. There's an order of salvation. And sometimes we have calling We have regeneration, we have conversion, we have justification, we have sanctification. Death and ultimately glorification. There's an order to it, but sometimes it's not that clean. Sometimes it happens all at once. The wind comes, the wind blows, we don't know where it comes, like... Mr. Law was talking about the blind man. He says, all I know is I was blind and now I can see. It's a work of God. It's a work of the Spirit of God in a, in a person's heart so that like the centurion, as he's watching all of the things happen on the cross and at Calvary, it, where he can just say in his heart, he sees it and he says, truly, this was the Son of God. And so when we say we take our time with people, it's through the foolishness of preaching and you hear the gospel over and over. You, you, the saturation of the gospel, you, you say, I see it. I get it. I want it. It's mine. He died for me. We have a tree that we get toppled this last week to Big, beautiful oak tree that half of it got split off and just in the storm. The wind was there. The wind came. The wind is left. And all we can see are the remnants that the wind was there. We see the fruit of that wind, that knocked down tree. And, and even as the, the whole sermon really was this morning, was very good. And it was pointing to this work of 
transformation of a new heart, of a converted heart, of a changed life that starts on the inside. And the result of that change of heart on the inside produces fruit on the outside. True conversion. Very quickly. It wasn't invite Jesus in your heart, say this sinner's prayer that we see through the New Testament with the apostles and with Christ himself. It was repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It's repent and believe, the twin towers, repent and believe. Change your mind about two things, about who he is and about who you are and what you are. And we have to bring our thinking into alignment with what God says, that Jesus is the Christ, that he is the Son of God, and that he died in my place. I have to believe that. I have to change my mind to agree with what God says. And the second thing is I have to believe what the Bible says about me. That there's none righteous, there's none good, no, not one. All have sinned, all fall short of the glory of God. And I have to agree with that and say, God, that's who, that's who I am. I'm a, I'm a worm. I'm the, I'm the chief of sinners. It's blessed, even as we're in the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. We see in Acts 16, 14 with Lydia, a certain woman named Lydia heard, and she was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshiped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. And as Mr. Loss preached out of Ezekiel this morning, a couple of quotes, and then Ezekiel 36, 26, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you Take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And think about Paul. He said, though I might have confidence in the flesh, all of his great heritage as a Jew, as a disciple of Gamaliel, of all of, his, of, the, of, of the tribe of Benjamin, I count it all loss that I might have his righteousness. See, there's a, there's, there's, there's a, a change. Paul Washer says, and I, I highly recommend this book. If you, if you re- He's got three books in this series, I believe, of a true conversion. He says, modern evangelism emphasizes making a decision for Christ. A one-time decision for Christ, which they have made with their own free will, and a receiving of Christ through prayer. And yet we have a church in the West filled with empty professions and carnality, with no desire for the things of God, no desire for God himself. And like the sermon this morning, he says, our faith is validated by the course our lives take, either in obedience or disobedience to the revealed will of God. 
we believe in a monergistic gospel, that God does the saving. Salvation is of the Lord. So what do you do? Parents, what do you do? Are we fatalistic to say, well, uh, you see it in Romans Romans 9. Well, I guess it, it's just not fair, and if God isn't going to save them, they're, they're lost. What do we do as parents? We cry out to God for what? That God gives them a new heart. And we have a covenant promise from God. It's to you and to your children. We cry out to God for that new heart. Children, you cry out to God for that new heart. And see what God will do. So we believe in true conversions. Real conversions. Conversions.